You're listening to the Wisconsin Virtual School Podcast. In today's episode, John and Annette from the WVS staff join me for a discussion about online advanced placement courses and how students can best prepare for these exams. Welcome once again to the Wisconsin Virtual School Podcast. This is Jason Schmidt, Executive Director for Wisconsin Virtual School. I have two of our Associate Directors joining us today. Uh, Annette, could you please just introduce yourself real quick? Yes, I'm uh, Annette Wallisek. I'm an Associate Director for Wisconsin Virtual School. I also teach AP Chemistry, and I've taught AP Chemistry for 20 years and uh, also some experience with AP Physics. You've been teaching AP chemistry then since you were like eight years old. So that's, that's really outstanding, Annette. Like I, you are, you are so gifted. Like, I love that. <laughs> I kind of you, Jason, very kind of. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. And John, please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is John Astrike. I am also an associate director at Wisconsin Virtual School, uh, AP coordinator, uh, um, responsible for things, quality assurance. And I also teach AP classes. Currently, I'm teaching AP Comparative Government, but I've also taught AP U.S. History, uh, AP Psychology, and uh, my AP experience dates back to the uh, previous century. I had to do some math in my head to think about what that really meant, because in my mind, like, it's still 1998. Uh, mm -hmm. So that would have meant that you've been teaching AP for over 100 years. So uh, I, I had to I had to think about that a little bit, mm -hmm. though. Well, uh, hopefully, hopefully people are kind of picking up on a little bit of a theme for our mm -hmm. uh, our show this uh, this week. So we're talking about all about advanced placement. Uh, you know, we're getting to that time of year where kids are getting ready for their exams and, um, you know, maybe planning schedules for next year. So hoping to provide a little bit of information about what that all looks like. Uh, what's what's what sets AP apart from other things, uh, and then also what that might look like in an, in an online environment. So I guess I'm just going to throw this out to you guys. Um, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about what AP is, and maybe what sets it apart from other courses that students might be in the in the uh, looking to take in this next school year. Well, I can start because I know we were talking before we came on about honors versus AP. Um, and I think in a nutshell, AP is advanced placement. It can provide college credit. So there's a, there's a test in May and that could give you college credit, college credit. And to contrast that with like an honors class or a regular class, um, regular classes, for instance, I teach regular chemistry and that's a great introduction, but not quite the college level. So AP is really that college level. And with honors courses, that could give you that extra boost in understanding for a particular subject, but doesn't come connected with that AP test and that possibility for college credit. Yeah, well said, Annette. And along with the advanced placement courses, they, they along with the opportunity to take a test for college credit that would be, could be awarded for college credit anywhere in the globe for that matter, depending upon your score, the AP courses, a lot of folks have the perception that AP courses teach to a test. And what I really like about with um, online provider AP courses is that we really teach uh, uh, the skills necessary to be successful in the specific course. So it teaches the course content and the cognitive skills. So what do the cognitive skills mean? Well, most AP courses, I should say all of them, they, they really 
center around Bloom's taxonomy and really challenged students to demonstrate mastery beginning at the application level. Um, that's about like the third level of Bloom's taxonomy. So there's not much rote memory type assessments. There may be some practice activities in your online courses, but really the, the um, activities, the assignments, the assessments um, function, they challenge students at the application level. And they, they, it goes up from there to um, uh, analysis, uh, synthesis, evaluation. Uh, so that students have to demonstrate they've been able to take in all this content. Uh, and that content is delivered in an AP course and, and especially like the social sciences, for example, both explicitly and implicitly. So that means um, there's not always a magic sentence that a students can regurgitate on an AP test to, to earn a point. Uh, they have to take in uh, uh, cues that lead them to that uh, content specific within the course to address a prompt. So what I, again, what I like about that is the AP courses, the online provider courses teach the cognitive skills necessary to uh, demonstrate their content mastery. Uh, it's so the AP courses are scaffolded uh, very well. So I'll pause there in case um, Annette wants to jump in with any comment or Jason has any follow-up questions or redirects from there? Yeah. So I, what I'm, so what I'm hearing is that uh, when it, when it comes to like an AP course, we're really looking at uh, some of those, some of those high school level um, content area or content uh, that, that could also be um, for those, for those more advanced students who are looking for an opportunity to uh, maybe earn some college credit at an early point uh, in their, in their, in their academic careers before they go to college. Um, and, you know, and maybe it's a, you know, it could be a cost-saving thing where, you know, it's much less expensive to take an EP course and then it would be to take a, a three credit class at, at college or something like that. Um, and, you know, really focusing in on those, those higher order thinking skills, right? So, you know, getting beyond just like, okay, what is, you know, when did the war of 1812 start? Um, you know, something, something like along those lines and more getting into what are some of those causations that, you know, went into starting that conflict and how does that apply to what's going on in Ukraine? And, you know, mm -hmm. we're applying that to, you know, current events and that, and that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, really getting at um, the, 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 the thought processes and critical thinking that students are going to need to be successful when they get into college. Um, mm -hmm. And that's really what the, the students that we're targeting with, uh, with an AP class, whether that's in, in person or or, uh, or online, right? Yep, and and we we did talk a little bit about the uh, scores, and and so we had an emphasis on taking an exam. But as an online provider, we have a number of students that just they take the AP course for the experience, and they do not take the College Board exam in May because they want to be challenged. They want to have that collegiate experience, that collegiate dialogue with both the instructor and other students via. Uh, asynchronous discussion boards or connect times. Uh, they again, and they they just want the experience and and having that AP experience in and of itself uh, prep students for the for the next level, whether it be a, a four year college, university, tech school, or or the workforce. They're college and career ready uh, 
courses for to prepare students just for what's after high school. Yeah, that's really great. Uh, you know, that that students have that opportunity to almost kind of try out the college experience while they're still in high school, you know, and uh, gives them gives them a chance to have some have some growth there and um, just be just be more prepared for the future. Right. Um, I'm I'm curious about how how is that how is that approach maybe differ from the way that um, just a, a regular course might be delivered or uh, an, another online course, you know, we're trying to get at a lot of those higher level thinking skills and application and things like that. Um, and, and, and Annette, I'm particularly interested in how do we do chemistry <laughs> as an online course? So, uh, you know, what are some of the, what are some of the things that are, um, maybe a, maybe just those, those, those hallmarks of quality online uh, instruction uh, when it comes to AP classes? And that is a great question because we've been talking about the fact that this could possibly lead to college credit, although it, it may just be for the experience. But again, we want that experience to be robust. So in the sciences, AP has a requirement that there be a hands-on lab component. So you're not losing anything compared to what you might get in a face-to-face class. And you're also replicating that college level experience. And with those Wisconsin Virtual School, we will work with the district to provide that hands-on lab experience. I've heard of other programs where they have lab kits, um, but it's, it's important because we do want that experience to be exactly what you get in college. So, it, it, and that's an important part of it, that, that lab, that chance to get into lab and take a look at data and parse data and make conclusions from data and all of those higher order thinking skills. Yeah. So what I'm, so what I'm hearing then is that um, just because, just because a class is online doesn't mean that the activities only take place online, right? So there are things that go on just like when you're in a classroom, right? You're in a physical classroom. There's stuff that goes on outside of the physical classroom. There's also things that happen outside of that online environment. We're just using the online platform to facilitate that learning, right? Well stated. Correct. And, and if I may, Piggyback on that, Annette, in the social sciences, for example, where you may have uh, Socratic discussions, where you are uh, analyzing and exploring different points of view uh, of why events happen and what may lead in another event to happen and so forth. Uh, the As an online provider, we, we have forums or discussion boards that really mimic the face-to-face Socratic discussion um, in the online world. And that is an excellent opportunity for students to uh, not necessarily have to be on their feet and respond immediately like you might have to in a face-to-face Socratic discussion, but rather hear a response, hear a rebuttal, think about it, hit that, press that pause button, and then come back to that discussion board either later later in the day, uh, the following day, later in the week to... Uh, participate in the Socratic discussion asynchronously. So a lot of those, as Annette, you were explaining with the labs and what um, I'm talking about with the discussion boards, uh, mirroring the Socratic discussion face-to-face, a lot of the skill sets that are delivered face-to-face are uh, delivered as an online provider and sometimes can be enhanced because of that uh, anytime, anywhere access. 
Yeah, and really, again, that just reemphasizes the whole idea that this is like this is really good preparation for taking online courses in college, um, because you know that whole discussion forum and you know figuring out when to do a lab, like all of that stuff. Uh, you have to be a especially when you get into college, a that that whole student agency thing becomes really important because you don't have mom or dad there. Um, you know, I, and I have I have a kid in college right now, and I can't like I can't even see her grades without her permission. So you know, I mean, it's just it's just one of those one of those things that's just a, a reality of the way that things are. And um, you know, giving kids an opportunity to to try that experience out mm -hmm. and build those skills will just help uh, help them to be more successful as time goes on. Um, I, you well, know, we've mentioned, we've mentioned a couple of times about uh, an, an exam that students take as part of AP, right? Um, and, you know, the, this is, if, I, if I'm understanding things correctly, um, they, they take this exam and they get anywhere from a one to a five. And then based on their score on that exam, that's going to determine whether or not they can get college credit or apply for college credit if the school that they're going to accepts those. And I think um, like a three is a passing score. And then like for generally it's up to the universities to decide how they want those um, those those uh, that acceptance to come in but um, if you know it's a three is a passing score but then four or five generally from what I understand are more of like if you get a four it's pretty likely that you'll get college credit or if you get a five then most places will accept that and, and say and say that that works um, but I'm I'm wondering like how how do we um, how do online uh, environments, how can we support students in preparation for this exam? Because it's not the, the exam still, even if they're taking an online course, right? They don't, they don't take that electronically. They're, there's, you know, there's a, um, a, a pencil and paper test, at least that I'm understanding, or they have to go to a, a proctored location to take a test or, or those kinds of things. So how do students um, get ready for this exam? Because there is, you know, that uh, that 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 component to it as well. Well, I'd like to talk about AP Classroom because part of registering for the exam is having that AP Classroom, my AP Classroom access. And I know, for instance, that coming up in April, they're going to be recording review videos and that those are going to be available. I think they're also on a YouTube channel, but, but via AP Classroom. And then just the general AP site, there's a student-facing part of the AP site where you can get information about the exams. And I'd recommend that as well as a, a test prep resource. Mm -hmm. And it's talking about test prep students, regardless of your subject, if you go into AP Central, you can actually find where there are released exam rubrics, prompts, as well as chief reader commentaries. You can read sample student responses and commentaries from the uh, like the AP readers or the graders of the essays, which are, uh, there's a, I, I think a misperception that people, students go into that and they're cheating. I think those are great learning tools because students are able to go in and say, okay, here's the prompt. Here's what the chief reader said. Here's where this, the score distribution breakdown and generally an AP score nationally or internationally, it's not a, we want everybody to receive a five. AP is really designed to uh, um, 
desegregate students on a bell-shaped curve. They want, so generally you'll have about an equal number of ones as you will fives for particular subject with that top part of that bell curve being around a three, which is a C. And that's, that's by design to differentiate between student cognitive abilities. Um, again, some students want to take the test, others just want the, the experience. Um, so, so we were talking about the uh, review resources in, in my AP classroom and students have access to rubrics. They can go back and see rubrics for 10 plus years as well. But it's if uh, our WVS AP courses all have access to uh, the AP classroom, which is a college board product. And for just as an FYI for our WVS teachers, for, for you to see or receive your students' college board score of the exam that they take in May, those are released in, in July, the students need to sign up for the teacher section of my AP classroom. Uh, as an online provider, which WVS is, we work in partnership with local school districts. It's and it's the coach's responsibility beginning in September to then actually register and order the exam for the student. And they have um, a period of time where they can do that. So as an online provider, again, we work in partnership with local schools so that uh, students who intend to take the college board exam in May uh, register for that, which then falls upon the, the local school uh, coach to register the student. You know, and that and that data is important for us to for us to receive. Um, you know, just to measure the effectiveness of our programs and things like that. Um, and you know, and that would be consistent with any school. Um, you know, to be able to get those reports on how students are doing on the AP exam, um, because that that helps inform mm -hmm. continuous improvement and helps yep. us helps us get better and better and provide better and better resources. So any um, online provider, and that includes homeschooled students as well. They need to just. Uh, um, reach out and be aware of those resources. Um, so back to, back to the, the test preparation piece of things. Um, you know, we did talk about, uh, a, a few of those things, those websites that are just out there, you know, my AP classroom. Um, and I'm assuming that there's no additional cost for any of those. Um, but for, for some, for some individuals, they may find that there are some, some resources that are maybe worth paying for, um, you know, especially when we're talking about like saving money on college tuition and that kind of stuff. So, um, I know that, I know that, uh, in, in our environment, uh, we have, uh, we provide students with access to Albert IO, which is a subscription service that gives them feedback on, um, you know, generated by artificial intelligence basically of like their their short answer responses to some of those prompts and those kinds of things and again uh, you know the whole purpose of this is to provide opportunities for growth or um, Annette I know you you had mentioned in our just in preparation there there are a couple of different um, maybe if people want a physical book or something like that that they can uh, that they can use so what are some what are some good resources like that that people might be uh, willing to invest in I think that if you if you just go and look on Amazon and look at some AP test prep, uh, Barron's would have some. I have one from McGraw Hill. Um, there are Princeton. Princeton. Mm -hmm. So there are a variety. I think those do a nice job um, for 
folks who like a physical book, I mean, that's, that's a good thing. Plus they really do take each of those units that the AP test is going to be, or that the AP class is based on. And they, they do a nice summary. So I think it's a great way for students to take a look and sort of hone in on, oh, this makes perfect sense. I can move on. Oh, wait, this is one that I might need to think a little bit about and uh, may go back to my course. Um, they're also online textbooks, which are free OER, meaning open education resource textbooks. Um, and you can, you can search for those. OpenStax is a big one. So you could get that different perspective. And then, of course, there are things like Khan Academy um, and other folks that have, you know, focused in on, on AP courses with all of that great background and maybe just another way to explain things. If, um, if what you're seeing from your teacher, hearing from your teacher or seeing in your online course, if it's not quite making sense. Yeah, and and those are those are great review resources. Uh, you know, there was a time before the internet where people had to rely on those printed books that you talked about. Uh, but what really sets the online provider AP course apart is you get actual uh, instructor feedback from your from your teacher and those resources that you were talking about, Annette, whether it be the Barron's book or the Princeton AP review books or. Um, even Albert IO, they, although they do a great job of providing automated feedback, you, the, um, um, in your AP course from the online provider like WVS, you, you get uh, specific feedback per every activity where you're, where you're building the skills necessary to demonstrate mastery on these review resources or on an AP test. So, uh, it's, it's, um, uh, over the years, uh, just based on my experience, we've kind of had a couple students say, well, if I can buy this book, why should I take the AP course? Well, because the AP course builds the skills cognitively and content wise for you to be necessary to demonstrate mastery when you're using the review resources, because you don't get any feedback uh, from like from a book other than what you can in internalize on your own. Uh, and that's where the, the community, the AP community of your AP teacher and your AP classmates really come together to broaden your perspectives, broaden points of view in, in, the, uh, in the specific AP course. You know, you don't get that on your own reading a book or you don't get that on your own, um, uh, even with uh, AP classroom. Sure, you'll get you'll get some feedback or Albert I.O. you'll get some feedback, but you're not getting that that uh, kid city next to you face to face in the Socratic discussion or what you would read from another student's comment or participation on a discussion board. Well, and I think, you know, it just I, I, ultimately it comes down to options, right? You know, can you get all of this learning? Can you learn all of this out of the book? Absolutely. Some kids function that way. Can you take this as an as an online course and can you be successful? Absolutely. Some kids function well that way. Can you take this as a face-to-face -face course and be successful that way? Absolutely. You know, it's all about providing those different options and different modalities for students um, and, you know, really just providing them with the opportunities to be successful, no matter what their preferences or what their environment mm -hmm. is or, or what level of access they have or where they live, like all of that kind of stuff. You know, that's really what we're all about is how can we provide access to these different options and online AP courses is just another way uh, that we're, that we're hoping to um, help kids meet their 
potential and just make the world a better place, right? Ultimately, that's that's why we're in education mm-hmm. is we want to we want to leave the world better than it was when we got here. So, um, and, and speaking of access, our our AP bio teacher living is in Spain right now. We can do these anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we have and we have students from all over the place, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, thank you both so much for an informative discussion and conversation. This has been, uh, you know, a, lots of lots of really great resources shared here. Um, you know, good materials. Uh, I feel like I have a, a, a better picture of what AP looks like and how we how we conduct that uh, that piece of our, our work here at WVS and then just online providers in general. Right. So um, thank you both so much for your time. Uh, appreciate you joining me and uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely uh, provide some additional resources in our notes uh, for for the description for this so we can have links to AP Classroom and all of those all those other things so um, thank you so much for joining me uh, and thank you all for listening in.